Hello, and welcome back to Franchising with Purpose. I'm your host, Amanda Lapore. Getting started as a business is undoubtedly a daunting task. However, one of the major benefits of franchising is the support you receive from the franchisor. In today's episode, Steve Turner, COO of Griswold Home Care, talks with me about getting a license for a home care business, a crucial step in many states, and how the home office here at Griswold helps you through that process. This was a fascinating conversation. I really hope you enjoy it. Welcome back. We are chatting today about getting a license for a home care business and joined by Steve Turner, Chief Operating Officer of Griswold Home Care. Steve, how are you? Amanda, I'm great. It's good to talk to you as always. Thanks. It's good to talk to you too. Always a, a great conversation. I know. Um, I wanted to chat today about licensing specifically. So a big part of home care business in lots of different states is obtaining a license. So want to talk about that because it can be sometimes daunting as a uh, someone looking to get into the home care space. What does that look like? And when I'm buying a franchise or looking at a franchise, home office support is a big part of that. So talk us through how the home office supports new offices in that license process. Sure. So this is probably the number one question we get when someone's interested in thinking about opening their own home care business. What does this licensing process look like? So let me start by saying this. You don't need to have any kind of medical background to get a license or to be in the home care business. So let's get that out of the way. You can be from any walk of life. Yep, you can be from any walk of life. Um, You can be in the medical business. I've worked with doctors, nurses, but I've worked with any profession you can think about in 15 years in franchising. I've worked with people who've opened their own home care business. Most of them, no medical background. So when it comes to getting a license, um, there are about 30 states that require a license, about 20 states that don't. In those 30 states that require a license, one of the nice things about what we do at home office is we've done the research for you. So we understand what's needed in the state to get the license. And they're all different. They're all varying degrees of different. None of them are actually particularly hard. Um, Sometimes people think it's going to be hard, but it's it's really not. It's just a process. It's just walking through step by step by step to get the application into the state so they can review it and give us an answer back. And that's what we do. We do, we do all that initial work for the prospects, for the people who are interested in thinking about being in this business. We, we've, we've just done it. We've, we've worked in all these states. We're in 30 states already. So we already have policies and procedures manuals. We have forms. We have everything ready to go in a lot of these states. So you're helping someone gather the information that they yep. need, check the boxes, cross the T's, dot the I's, all that goes into that process. Exactly. We have a compliance department here that goes, let's just pick a state. Let Our home office is in Pennsylvania, so let's just use that as an example. So we would go into the state of Pennsylvania, look at the rules and regulations, see what's required for the application, and to get the license. And we go through that. And then we go through that with you, the person who's going to submit it, right? That 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 new franchisee who's getting ready to submit that license. We're going to go through that application with you line by line to make sure you understand everything, have everything you need, and be able to submit the license properly. And, and any questions you have along the way, we're there to help you with, and we're going to help and guide you. The other piece is it's 
that new franchisees, it's their license. It goes in, it's in their name. So they'll put it all together, but we're going to help them in what to fill in, what T's to cross, what I's to dot, and how to do it properly. So we can kind of take all that concern away from you. And then in the state like Pennsylvania, where we submitted it, multiple licenses, we have all the information, we know what the state needs. And even if it's a state that's new to us, we do all the research for them, and then we can tell the person, hey, this is what's needed. These are the T's you actually have to go get. These are the I's you need and where to put them in on the application. All right. So we streamline it all and make it easy. So Steve, all great information. It sounds like you guys have a really comprehensive process to get uh, a new office from A to B. Yep. Follow question, when does that support start? So if I'm in kind of the early stages, I'm, I'm thinking about getting into the home care business and maybe talking with some folks on the team, trying to figure out if this is going to be a good fit for me. When does that support start? Is it something that we talk about after the the ink is dry on the franchise agreement or is this something you can help me with trying to figure out what's required in my state before I make a decision? So as part of the validation process and part of the discovery process of thinking about joining Griswold and kind of our, you know, when, when people are thinking about going through the process, kind of that joint interview when uh, someone's talking to us and we're talking to them, we'll, we'll, we will definitely go through high level what's involved to get a license so they know what to expect. We don't want anyone to be shocked that there's a license and that we're going to actually have to go through this process. So as part of that, when you're talking to our franchise development department, they're going to be talking to you about that. It's usually pretty high level, but sometimes we have to drill down a little bit so you know that you'll need to have these things in order. You know, you'll need to have this documentation or, um, or, or anything that might be needed for to actually get the license completed and into the state. So we'll go through that on a high level. Once someone signs a franchise agreement, one of the first things we do is start to get the license prepared because that's what we need to get the business open in most states. So we want to get that started right away to get that into the state to get that review happening right away. All right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And it sounds like we're educating folks from, you know, as early on in the process as we can. Yes. Absolutely. And, of course. and everyone has a chance to ask questions and all get on the same page. Um, yeah, we want people to know what they're getting into and, and what's going to be required in, in, in each state. So we start talking about that right away. And then as soon as someone signs and becomes a new franchisee, once a franchisee is, is awarded, we want to start that licensing process right away because we want to get it up and going because that's that's we want to get it into the state so they can start reviewing. Yeah. And with, I think, uh, I'll generally say sometimes when dealing with different government offices and states, sometimes things, you know, you have a process and it gets into the hands of one person versus another, maybe at the the state level. And there may be, I don't want to say issues, but maybe there's a T that was not crossed the way that that particular yes. person wanted them to be. So how do you support offices when there are maybe issues or things don't go as smoothly as they have in the past? Sure. It's a great question because if anyone's ever had to deal with state bureaucrats, you, you you sort of know what I'm going to say right now. It, occasionally, a T isn't crossed the way the state wants it to be crossed. Right. And they'll say, hey, you need to correct this. So you know what we do? We work with the owner. The home office in compliance works with the owner. We make the necessary corrections, and we resubmit it back to the state for approval. 
So it can happen. I've I have in my career submitted two applications to the exact same state with the exact same information. One application was completely accepted, no changes, a license was issued. The other application, we had to make about four or five changes. The only difference was the reviewer it went to. A different reviewer had different things they wanted changed. Right. So you know what we did? We made those changes, we resubmitted, and then the license was issued. So we just did it. You can't fight City Hall sometimes, so you just <laughs> make the changes, you smile, you're friendly, um, and you get your license issued. That's all. And it can ha it happens. It's just it's just, you know, it's just what state agencies do. It's no big deal. It's just no big deal. I've been doing this for 15 years in franchising, submitting home care licenses. I've never not seen a license issued, ever. Well, that's good to know. Um, and I think, I too, what I've seen in not quite 15 years, but close to it in, in the franchising home care space is um, occasionally there are things that aren't on the website or aren't in the regulations that we've learned because we've gone through this hundred times before. And we know that this state, you know, they don't publish anywhere, but we've gotten news from somebody that they actually look for this one little thing or that little thing. So that's the benefit too of franchising is that you have yep. somebody who's learned those little nuanced details. Exactly right. And every time we go to do a state, we repull the regulations to make sure nothing has changed. So if we haven't done an application in Pennsylvania keeping that same example in a year when somebody new is awarded a franchise in Pennsylvania we repull those we repull that all those rules and regulations just to make sure nothing's changed right. and then what we do is if something has changed and we do an update for that new person who's submitting we actually let all of our owners know in that state that hey there's been a change and we let everybody know that there's maybe something they need to change in a policy and procedure manual or on a form we do that all the time anyway, but we just use this as another way to kind of a quality assurance check in every single state. And even in states that we may have, that may be new for us, right? We, we operate in 30 states. There's 20 states we don't operate in right now. We're looking to find and award new owners there. There's a lot of people on our team from years of experience who've maybe worked in that state. So myself or you or anybody on our ops team, people have worked in a lot of other states and may have knowledge and expertise in a state where we may have never submitted a license. That's okay. We can figure it out by our expertise in the office. Yeah, we've had to figure out the 30 states we're in now. We'll figure out the other 20. Exactly. All right. So you, you touched on the ongoing side of this. So when you're pulling the regulations mm -hmm. and looking at the license process for a new office that's coming into a state that we already operate in, you're sharing with the existing owners in that state what may have changed. Um, so talk to us a little bit about as things change, whether it's, you know, however we learn that, whether it's through pulling the regulations for a new office or just because we're constantly staying in tune with what's going on in the at the state level with different legislation and regulations, um, what kind of ongoing guidance or support can a franchisee expect from the home office? So one of the things we're going to do moving forward is we subscribe to a service that actually goes to all the states and all the state regulations and looks to see changes that are being made to home care on the state level. So if something has changed, 
we'll have this we have a database in which we can go into and it says hey these changes have been made that are material we need to change this part of our a policy and procedure manual and this form so this kind of database there's people out there who, who basically can go and look at all 50 states and all the changes that are being made and we go in and read that and say yep these changes need to be made to this manual we go in we can adjust it and we can push it out to the network so we're, we're always on top of this as part of our compliance department now our owners are also you know as an owner you're responsible for your business we want you in tune with your state and what's going on at your state at the state level you're the one holding the license you're the one getting notifications and emails and information so we want you to stay on top of it as well because it's your business but we're there to help with all these changes. So it sounds like it's a, a two-way street. As our offices learn things, they share with us, and we're constantly keeping in tune with what's going on as well and sharing information with them. So it's very much a, a, all about communication. Yes, it is. We, we And that's what we try to do with all of our owners, stay on top of what they're doing, stay on top of what the state's doing. And if there's something that we need to adjust or look at, or look at or, or make changes moving forward, we're happy to make them. We're, we're updating forms and policy manuals, changes, tweaks all the time from our compliance department. We have someone whose job, their sole job is to do this. They're very good at it. It's not a job that I could ever do. <laughs> Me neither. The attention to detail, <laughs> right? The attention to detail of writing of writing policies and procedures. But Kate, who does that here for us, so good shout at out, it. she does it so good at it. Um, it takes a special skill and she, she just has that skill and that patience. I don't think you or I, Amanda, I don't think we have that. No, not to sit and pour over the things to the level that Kate does. She does an awesome job. No. And, and the stuff, and the stuff she puts together is really well written. It, it's one of the nice things that we do here is our, our policies and procedures are written in a really clear and concise way. Um, they're not overly complicated. They're not meant to confuse the owner or any kind of state agency. They're written in a really straightforward fashion yep. to meet or exceed all the state guidelines. And what that really means is that when you're an owner or an operator and you're running your business, you can you can operate from a from a a, a feeling of knowing that you're going to be compliant and not have to worry. And when you're running a business, there's things that you don't want to have to worry about. Right. Your policies and procedures manual is one of them. That should be there. In case of an emergency or if you need it for something other than that it just sit on your shelf and i say sit on your shelf because i'm older <laughs> it's now a file on your computer but if you wanted to print it and put it on your shelf because it looks good you can do that as well so we had talked about you know the difference or the fact that things are different from state to state and yep. without we could be here for the next three days and go through every state individually. But what are some of the the biggest differences that you see um, from state to state? Um, the, the biggest difference is there are a couple states that require some sort of nurse to be part of the licensing process, either um, directly named on an application or as a supervising um, as a supervisor in some form or fashion. And so one of the first things people would think then is, well, then I need to have a nurse full-time. No, 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 you don't need a nurse full-time. Right. You can use one on a very part-time basis. Uh, we are very good at helping recruit that person. So if you need somebody, a nurse on a part-time basis, most people don't realize the way nurses work. A lot of them work 
three, 10 or 12 hour mm -hmm. shifts. They a lot of times have multiple days off and they look for other things to do to earn income. And we can use those people on our licenses and to work for us on a very part-time basis. Um, that, that's one of the, you know, the main differences. Some states require, are going to ask to come in before you operate and want to look around and kind of make sure your policies and procedures are right and actually come into the physical office and do, and do a survey. Some will actually survey you after you've opened and you've actually cared for a few people. You then tell the state, hey, we've cared for three, four, five people. Now you can come in and look and that's when the state will come in. So there's kind of, those are some of the big differences that states have when, when they're, you know, when they're issuing licenses and kind of the upfront processes, nurse and surveys. All right. So those are some, did I miss something? No, I think, I mean, there, everything varies. And like I said, we could sit here all day and go through yes. each state. And I know some of them have different educational requirements. You've got to go through and, you know, t learn some different materials and, and do things like that. Yep. So they do. And, and every state's, you know, having done this for many years, one of the things people love to say is, oh, I'm in this state. Isn't it the craziest thing you've ever heard? And I'm like, no. I have heard it because I've operated in your state right. before and there's all, you know, it's not really crazy or hard. It's just, this is this, the process the state has set up. So this is the process that we'll go through to get the license. It's, you know, we'll just go through this step by step. So it's not hard or crazy or just this, the process, you know, that state had set up. It's okay. Yeah. And I love that. And I want to stay there for a minute because it, that's just human nature, right? When something that feels really big or that you haven't ever heard of before. You're like the craziest thing happened. And how nice is it to pick up a phone and be like, this is just the most outlandish thing. And to have the person on the other end of the phone say, no, it's not. We get it all the time. We've been through this before. And just have somebody in your corner to say, no, this is totally normal. And we've worked through it before and we'll help you get through it too. Yeah, ex exactly. We've We've operated in a lot of the states that we get requests for that people are looking to open up new new businesses in, and that's really exciting. Uh, and if, if we've operated in the state before, then we've seen we've been part of the licensing process before, and it's we've done it. If it's a new state, it doesn't really worry us because again, they're all really kind of similar. The, the differences are are. There's way more similarities than there are differences in the state licensing process. So, it, it, you know, it's sometimes just the order of things or the way the applications are reversed, but it's all the same information. Right. It's all basically the same process. So it's not that big a deal. And that's the nice thing. And, and when you have somebody who's gone through it, we can walk you through it. That's, to me, the most important thing, you know, for if I'm sitting on the other side listening and I wanted to be in this business, the licensing, if I was thinking, well, how do I get this license? I don't know anything about it. That's what we do. That's why you, that's what Griswold does. That's what our experts do. That's what our compliance department does. That's what our operations department does. Our learning and development department. We all work together to help our owners get their licenses. Yeah, I, I keep going back to the first time you buy a house and you're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And you call the realtor and she or he or whoever walks you through and says, this is what's next. This is the next step. Right. And just to have that person to lean yes. on, like I can't understate that. The first time you do anything, it's usually the hardest. And if for people who've never gone through it before, 
We don't expect them to be experts at it. That's why we help them. You don't have to be an expert. If, that's why we are. Exactly. If you had all those expertise, you wouldn't be calling us a lot of times, right? right? So you, 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 we take our expertise, we walk you through it. In the end, you get your license, right? You don't. It, it's just like when you when you buy your house. If you have a good realtor, they're going to walk you mm-hmm. through all those steps and tell you what's coming next, what's coming next, right. so that you know what to expect and how to get to your home buying, right? And, he, and to get the key and right. open the door to your house. Yep. We're the same way. It's the same thing for us. Very cool. So to it's an excellent analogy, Amanda. Thanks. I'm good for those once in a while. I, I just remember how terrible it was years ago, but I still to this day remember how like confusing and terrifying it was. And I just loved being able to pick up a phone and call her name was Jen and say, hey, what's next? What does this mean? What do I have to gather and put together? And it it seems like a very similar process to kind of the license process, just having gone through it with offices and helping them gather information. It's, it's kind of similar. It is. And it's something we start right away because it's what we need to, in, in some cases, get our doors open right. and get the cash register ringing and start to be able to care for people. So we want to start that process that comes, that's in the front at the beginning of our launch process. So as soon as someone signs, they get awarded a franchise. We're basically, we've already started to pre-think about the license already internally. So when someone is going through their discovery process with us, before they ever sign any franchise agreement, we've already had internal conversations about the state that they're going to operate in. What's the licensing look like? What do we need? What do we have to get prepped? What is that new owner going to have to do on their side so that we can roll it out in a clear, concise, straightforward fashion to them? Yeah. So you've got a whole team of folks that are are getting ready before you're even ready to, to sign on the dotted line that are ready to just hit the gas pedal and, and get things through. And our team is super smart too, which is really nice. So our team is really good. I, I, the nice part about working with everybody is I get to brag <laughs> and they really know what they're really good and they're really good at what they're doing. Our compliance team is incredible. Our ops team knows home care. They know they're all home care experts. So they can just help owners get through this. They just know what to do. They know what to ask. They know what to look for. And they know how to answer questions from owners when they come up. And owners, new owners will always have great questions. And, th- and they'll have a bunch of questions about the licensing, as they should. And we can walk them through it. Absolutely. It, it's a great team. I'm a little a little biased, but I'll agree with you. So to wrap... Th- I'm a lot biased. <laughs> wrap things up today. See, we always like to end, as you know, this is a, the... You've done a couple episodes of this with me now. So I've got a question yes. for you. Um, totally random. There is a right answer to this question. I'll tell you that. Um, Okay. My question for you is if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? If I could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Yeah. Um, I think if I could live anywhere in the world, I would want to live 50% of the year in New York City. And 50% of the year in Fort Lauderdale. Winners. I say which 50%? It winners in Florida. Uh, excuse me. Yes. No, winter. Yes. Winners in Florida is kind of, you know, summers up north. So snowbird mentality. Yeah. I'd be a snowbird. Okay. That was close. That was close to the right answer. Or Paris. 
No, that wasn't the right answer either. Oh, what's the right answer? Philadelphia with us. Well, I love Philadelphia. <laughs> but I thought this was like a, I mean, I, I grew up in Philadelphia and I love Philadelphia. Well, you just like when you're in town, and I love, come hang out with us. So Philadelphia is a great city. It is really a great place to, to live and visit. Yeah. And we have the best food. We definitely have the best food. And you know what? When we do discovery days and we have, you know, people who are interested come in, they come in for a discovery day. We bring them into the corporate office, which is right outside of Philadelphia. I think we should do cheesesteaks from now on for lunch. Always. Any excuse to bring cheesesteaks in, I'm all for it. I know. I'm always looking for a reason <laughs> for cheesesteaks. Well. Or, or hoagies that you and I go out for once in a while. It's true. Thanks for hanging out with me today and talking through the license process, which we know can can be daunting, but shouldn't be because it sounds like you've got a really great um, team behind you in the process. So thanks for your time. Any parting licensing comments? Nope. Don't let, if this is a business you want to be in and you want to be in the home care business, do not let the license scare you away. It is absolutely doable and most of them are very straightforward to get through um, and we're happy to help do that it's what we do so all right well i feel like i'm ready to go get a home care business license now after this chat that's great <laughs> thank you amanda for having me i really appreciate thank it thank you today. for being here i'll talk to you soon bye. bye thanks again for joining us for franchising with purpose i'm amanda lapore don't forget to visit griswold franchising on social media for more information griswold home care franchising on facebook at Griswold Fran on Twitter, and Griswold Home Care Franchise on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and check out my personal favorite, griswoldhomecare.com franchise. If you like what you've been hearing, make sure to rate and review the show on your favorite app. We really appreciate it. See you next time.